live interactive sessions, and online community learning support from both myself and your fellow students. The need for these skills has never been more pressing, and Buxian Revolution is working hard to bring them to you. I hope you can join us. Get connected with yourself and the world around you at buckskinrevolution.com. Billy Bob, you ever want to be funny? Well, my dogs think I'm funny, Daryl. Well, I mean, you ever want to be, like, in front of an audience? Like, other than, like, squirrels, dogs, and dead persons? Well, shoot. From time to time, I've given it a thought of two. You know, if you go to joke workshop, there's more than two peoples paying attention to your jokes, and they ain't even gonna be jerks about it. Daryl, are you serious? I can get people to listen to my jokes? And they'll even say nice things, dude, before they tell you how to get improvements. No way. What is this dang nabbit thing called? It's Joke Workshop. Joke Workshop? Yep, every Monday, 6 to 8 p.m. on the Mutant Radius. So you're saying I could tell my jokes every Monday from 6 to 8? That's what I'm saying. It's the Joke Workshop Mondays, 6 to 8 p.m. at the Mutant Radius. Yahoo! The BC Boys, they coming home. They coming home. Hey, everybody. It's 6 o'clock. It's MutinyRadio.fm and .sf. It's time for the Joke Workshop. I'm your host, Pam Benjamin. Feeling a little existential today. Little existential. Trying to be grateful for being alive and looking at birds. And it was a nice day, sort of. Nice and cold. Yay, we're all alive. Uh, We have a small compendium of comedians who are here to be cool to each other and take notes and stuff. There's only three of you, so... um, Really, there aren't any time limits. I'm not going to stop you uh, unless I get really bored or sad. <laughs> and then I'll be like, come on, guys. Like, what are we doing? Um, please stick around for your fellow comedians and give them cool notes. And if you're going to feed someone a shit sandwich, make the bread taste good. Uh, be nice and stuff. Don't forget to throw Mutiny Radio a couple bucks if you can. This has been a tough month with the shutdown and... Going into the new year, Mutiny Radio constantly <laughs> needs money. Uh, you can always Venmo us at Mutiny Radio, all one word, and that's cool. Or you can always just throw cash at me, because that also helps pay the rent. Cool. All right. Uh, there's a sadness and a pallor that's descended across the San Francisco Bay Area comedy scene. And, uh, yeah. Uh. R.A.P. Frosty, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. I'm sure people might or might not talk about it. Uh, it's more, uh, it's, you know, it's more real to me. Than, uh, appendicitis is more real to me than COVID right now. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm way more afraid of dying of appendicitis than COVID. But we'll see what the comedians uh, have for you guys tonight. Do you do, do you want to? Do you guys just want to start it up, or do you want to wait for a couple more people? You're cool. Your first comedian, I sent him a bunch of cute pictures of himself today because I had way too many of them on my phone. And I was like, oh my gosh. 
Why do you have so many pictures of young boys on your phone, Pam? Gross, weird. Uh, he's a lovely human being, though. I'm excited to, always excited when he's here and to hear what he has to rant or tell you funny things about. Put your hands together, everybody, for Hunter Uniac, yay! Jesus fucking Christ, man. That's how we started off this mic, just Pam's suicide note by audiobook. Is that really how we're going to start this fucking mic off? I guess that. I mean, I'm depressed anyways, and most of my sets are about me mentally breaking down. So that's how today's going to go. That really fucking is how today's going to go. Pam, also, one thing you're happy about is birds? Kill yourself now. Fucking birds? Are you kidding me? They shit on people's cars. They don't do hell. Ducks are birds, and they reproduce solely by rape, and those are the things that bring you joy in life? What the fuck are you doing with your life? Stop. Don't watch birds. All right, go. I'm going to write David Attenborough a really angry letter because he, he doesn't he do Animal Planet? No? No? Planet Earth. Okay, you know what? The fact that you know that means you smoke way too much fucking weed. That's what a stoner would fucking say. It is. Kyle has a car. Give it up for him. He's a comic who has a car. Yeah, that's right. Nobody gave it up for you. Fuck you, Kyle. Dude, you said it's a family heirloom. A fucking... How poor is your family that a 98 Civic is their family heirloom? I don't fucking know. It's a red car. All right? It goes vroom. That's all I need to know, all right? I'm sorry I watched Baby Driver one time. That doesn't mean I'm an expert on fucking cars. Jesus Christ. What type of car is it? So you didn't even know. I asked you what type of fucking car. You're like, what? What type of car is it? An Acura? Well, I wasn't very accurate with that description. Uh, I hate puns. Why did I say that? <laughs> oh my god. You know somebody starts riff. You know when somebody starts riffing like right away, that means they don't write material. <laughs> uh, all the material I'm writing is just Pam's suicide note. You know, <laughs> fuck me. I um I do have things to talk about. I uh I really actually am enjoying this pandemic. I really am, dude. Like, all the stores are closed, which means I, for once, had a good reason to be a shitty family member and not buy my parents' Christmas presents. You know, that's always fun. It's great. It's great. Like, you know, you're the UPS is uh like they're they're backed up. They're backed up with everything. Like, they can't send out packages on time. You guys didn't hear about that? No. Fuck you guys. All right. <laughs> Yeah, see, that's how I, I'm trying to start off a riff and see what happens. You guys have no idea what's going on. Fuck you, all right? Pay attention to your local mailman ordering business, whatever the fuck it's called, all right? The postal service is dying, all right? UPS has been shot up multiple times. Oh, that's, that's dark. All right. <laughs> I miss Michael Buns. Okay, none of you get the reference. I, um, what we're talking about, uh, I used to work with I used to work with my father. It was my first job ever. You guys ever work with your father before? Now let me tell you what it's like. You ever get uh, fired and grounded on the same day? That's exactly what's fucking like. Like I lost my allowance, but I, I I lost my allowance, but I gained severance pay. You know, that's really fucking nice. It is though. It's great working with my dad. I love it. I do. Um, he's he's an Irish immigrant. Okay, so I don't understand what the fuck he's talking about all the time. You know, like the biggest joy I can ever get when I'm hanging out with him, is when he's on the phone with those automated, you know, help services. You know, like, press one for pound or whatever. You know, stuff like that. Like, it's great, dude. It's great. Like, I, 
that's how every immigrant should get their uh, driver's license. Fuck going to the DMV. All right, just like waiting there depressed. I want them to get annoyed and aggravated by Siri constantly. All right, maybe then we believe in Terminator. Okay. It's crazy. I, um, Christmas was weird. It was, dude. It was. Oh, my God. I had a weird Christmas, okay? Uh, my dad, who's a meth addict, came home high on meth Whoa. for Christmas. Don't applaud of that shit, Pam. I'm talking about the destruction of my family. <laughs> you bitch. It was great, though. It was, because you know why? My mom was pissed. Everybody was pissed. I was drunk. All right? So I was fucking happy to see him, you know? I made him, like, I was making him food and shit, and, like, he's just sitting there going, I can't eat because I'm high on meth. That's like, that's, I don't know. This is, like, sounding super depressing now. It's great, though. I have no material. I'm just going to riff on random shit. It is, though. It is. What did you get for Christmas? Notebooks? You fucking nerd. Notebooks? You're... Your parents, your parents bought you notebooks. Did whoa, 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 so your parents don't love you enough to buy you Christmas presents, but your friend's mom tolerates you enough to get you something? That's hilarious. <laughs> that is, that is. So, so like that's like that's like you know you're you're either you adopt a child, in that you know I get I get that. Anybody have like you know a family? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, they're great, dude. Like, cause I, <laughs> uh, I, I had an adopt. I had like several adopted, you know, mothers, like pseudo adopted mothers, and it was great because one was Mexican, the other was Asian, and I'd always they'd always like take me out both of them going like shopping and shit. Like everybody thought I had a, a very unique like multiracial a lesbian couple just nurturing me constantly throughout my entire life, dude. It was great. There's nothing funny about this. It was actually annoying. You ever hear a Mexican woman and a, uh, an Asian woman get into an argument? I don't want to either. It never happened. Now I'm just lying about shit. All right? My family life was not the interesting. I was born white. I didn't need people to adopt me. All right? I was, I'm so white. I was born with a 401k. Oh. Dude, my, my signature is a middle finger. All right? That's how fucking white I am. <laughs> and the DMV still accepts it. <laughs> oh, that's great. Yeah, you know, you're supposed to um, uh, get your little thumbprint now at the DMV. You know, like you're supposed to do that. They have those little, like, uh little thumbprint reading machines. I, when I first got to the DMV, you know, I did all that stuff done. I put my middle finger on there. Nobody fucking noticed, dude. It's great. Every single time I have to, like, sign a formal government document, I'm literally flipping off the man. It's so great. It is. You guys should try it. Don't. That's my thing. <laughs> it's great, though. It is. My, uh, my brother's part of his pyramid scheme now? Fuck you. Why is everybody like just saying yeah at the worst possible times? His he is losing money. All his friends. What's that one thing called? That fucking like health shake shit? Or, see, you know that. You know that. He's like he he just graduated high school and now he's selling Herbalife products. You know how many friends he has now? Zero. <laughs> All right, the only pussy he can get now are vegans because they're the only ones buying that shit. It's fucking stupid, dude. I have to be supportive about him in a pyramid scheme? You know how hard that is when you're an asshole comedian? It's fucking impossible. One, because I was never supportive to him in the beginning, but it's fucking impossible, dude. It is. Every other day, he gets like a shipment from Amazon for those Herbalife shit, you know? And it's like, dude, it's just filling up his garage. He has a, he has a 98 Camry. That's why I said that. I was a Civic. I don't fucking know. I'm lying about my brother now. Nothing I'm saying is true, except he is in a pyramid scheme. It's great. <laughs> He's actually selling life insurance. Life insurance. It's a pyramid scheme. It is. 
He's trying to, he, he's trying to get me to buy life insurance, his mom, my mom to buy life insurance, our family to buy life insurance. You know how awkward that is to him sit you down and saying like, yeah, the only way this doesn't work out for me is if you die young. Yeah, and with how much I drink, he does, I'm the only one he hasn't tried to sell life insurance to. <laughs> he has, he, like, he's going around the family like, mom, dad, I'm getting you life insurance. Little brother, Carl, I'm getting you life insurance. Hunter, Merry Christmas. That's fucking it. It's crazy though, it is. It is. He's six foot four, dude. Six foot four, 275 pounds. So that's why I'm talking shit right now on stage, because if I did it to his face, I'd get my ass kicked. <laughs> it's cool, though. Yes, he's a, he's a football player, you know, uh, for a community college, so he's not good. Um, <laughs> he is, he is, he's, he's. Like, why is it that athletes are obsessed with jewelry? You guys know this? I should. You know, I, it's where like every athlete is obsessed with jewelry. Like his first thing he did when he uh, got his first paycheck is he bought himself a chain, with like his number seventy two on it. Like why the fuck are I, I have nothing for, that's funny about that. But like seriously, but what I'm trying to say is that can be passed down as a family heirloom, not a fucking car, Kyle. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. I love this, guys. I don't love any of you, but I love this. I um. I hope we do listen to the New Year. Support Mutiny Radio, and don't join a Ponzi scheme or a pyramid scheme. That's my time. I'm Hunter Uniac. Hunter Uniac, everyone. Uh, if you want to have comments, you come back here with a mask on and you talk into this microphone here. I have notes. Um, first, you put me in a good mood. Thank you. I was very, very sad, and now I laughed and clapped, and that made me feel better. So thank you, Hunter. I, I love all your rants, and I love it when you make fun of me. And, yeah, ducks are rapey. <laughs> um, I would, uh, the first question I wrote down was, what would your suicide note say? <laughs> I thought that would be cute. <laughs> okay. um, you mentioned your dad's dumb voice. I feel like we need an act out for that. You've got to act out your dad. Like, once you call out his, it's like, yeah. it's like bringing out a gun in the first act of a play. You've got to use the gun, yeah. you know? So if you say about your dad's dumb voice, then I hope that you do an act out. And then I thought that also to have your meth dad and drunk you have an act out would be super funny because you have you already introduced the idea of his voice and then you use his voice and then you use his voice again, but then you use your drunk voice. That could be very funny and you could say ridiculous things to each other. Um, great audience work. What'd you get for Christmas? That was great. And you're always spot on on your riffing. Uh, you said accidentally, and it's so funny, and the timing was so perfect. Anyone have, you like, you know, a family? That was the exact quote. <laughs> it was so good. <laughs> I laughed so hard. But it was just because your timing, and it was so real. I don't know if you could recreate that, but you should listen back to it. Um, and that whole, you know how white I am? I feel like that's a great premise that you could, the, the middle finger thing was great. The thing you said before that was hilarious. I don't remember what it was because I didn't write it down. Yeah, I, I do have the uh, I'm so white joke, so I'm just going to add that in, remember? Yeah, yeah. The, the, all, all of that was super funny. And um, just a strange fact about life insurance. When I was your age, um, I was married, and we tried to get life insurance, and the life insurance guy said that um, actually wasn't worth anything, but it's too expensive if you smoke. The reason we didn't get life insurance back when I was married was that at the time my ex-husband then husband he smoked and so it cost so much more 
So he actually should want to sell you life insurance. I mean, from like the logistic point of view, because you smoke and do so many bad things with your body, your life insurance would cost so much money. Like, thank you, would, Pam. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> it might not be worth it. Okay, those are my comments. Kyle has some comments. Yeah, I was going to say it's uh, uniquely hard to give comments when you when you know it's not real, <laughs> like you said. Uh, I. Uh, it's funny because it's like uh, I'm sure some of it would work in a different context than this one. So just, I guess, figure out which parts uh, would, you know, would transfer. Yeah, I, I like the uh, pyramid thing. I could use that, and then the life insurance thing. Yeah, those your, are those your, are the your ones. Your brother's six six five two seventy five. Six four. He He's better be successful, even if it's a pyramid scheme. Like he <laughs> might, you just intimidate people into it. Like, <laughs> you need life insurance. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. I feel like just if you made up a voice for your dad, boy oh boy, would that be fun? Raul has some comments. Yay! Yo. Um, so, yeah, we liked uh, my signature is a middle finger. That was in school. Uh, I don't know why no one laughed at that, but I laughed at it. <laughs> but um, when you said your dad, like, um, anyone worked with your dad? Um, and then, like, if no one worked with your dad, but then, like, I liked the, what's it called? You ever get fired and grounded on the same day? Yeah, that's And then, like, you could lead into that without asking anyone worked for it. I don't know. It's like, I don't know how you'd work that out. But, oh, uh, just switch the, I see what you're saying. If you just switch it and say, Anyone ever get fired and grounded on the same day? Oh, you haven't worked with your dad? Yeah, yeah okay, 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 okay. Just, just, just see. Just yeah. why not try it out? I don't know. Yeah, but so maybe the surprise. Was I talking too fast? I tend to do Most that. Most of the time, yes. All right. See, that's what I need to work on. But you're. I mean, that was great. You put. I was. I was very sad face, and now I'm not. So, so you did your job as a comedian. Yay! Thank you, guys. Clap your hands together for Hunter Uniac, yay! All right. Um, who wants to go next? I'm assuming Kyle usually does, but Raul is here first. Who wants to go, Raul or Kyle? Want to mad dog each other? Everybody, he made the app that you can get on iTunes. The iTunes app was written by this genius that's coming on stage right now. Put your hands together for Raul Sudartsen. Yay! Was that Benny and the Jets except the alcoholic Elton John? That's a... Okay. <laughs> All right. R.I.P. Frosty Nugs. I saw him twice. Uh, he was a cool dude. Um, and I liked him. And um, I'm sorry for depressing you, but that is my job. Um, anyway, uh, I have shit. I took a six-month break from comedy, and I am back, motherfucker, because that's how depressed I am. It's a depressing day. Uh, anyway, I think uh, younger people, I think like, like the kids are fucked up. Um, a lot of kids are fucked up. I think they're collecting mental illnesses out there, you know? Uh, Yu-Gi-Oh cards. That's why no one gets baseball cards anymore. Like, uh, my friend told me she had, uh, oppositional defiant disorder. Ever heard of that? Like, you fucking, I guess you, like, shirk authority or whatever. So you're diagnosed with being 15. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, like, uh, she, so she collected that one. Um, and, um, I don't think I have oppositional defiant disorder. I think I have oppositional compliant disorder <laughs> it's the lesser known ocd um, and you know like 
And it really uh, hurt me, like, you know, when I played basketball, because, you know, I'd always pass to the other team because I was raised polite. Uh, <laughs> and, you know, when I was, like, guarding someone, I thought we were dancing, you know? <laughs> and uh, they'd cross me over, and they would break my ankles and my trust in them. <laughs> anyway, uh, I like a lot of, I like to listen to music. Who likes music? Yeah. <laughs> I recently discovered cartel music. Cartel music, yeah. Uh, the thing about cartel music, it sounds exactly like regular old Mexican music, just with a methed out saxophonist, you know? <laughs> That's all it is, uh, you know? Yeah. It's like, it's a, but you can't tell the difference when you're listening to it. But then, so you'll be walking out, maybe, you know, dancing a little, and then the whole time you're listening to Mexican ISIS, you know? <laughs> like, Jihadi Juan sounds fucking wonderful. Anyway. <laughs> okay. Ah, uh, fuck. I should have written more. But anyway, uh, um, you guys were accurate. I drive a Sentra. It's, uh, it was busted up. And, um, but I like to drive fast. You know, I like to drive fast. You know why? Because the worst, you know what's worse than hearing, than seeing flashing blue and red lights behind your car? Flashing yellow light of someone passing your car because you're going too fucking slow. I, I live fast. Okay. <laughs> anyway, um, I'm a very. I think I'm, I think I consider myself pretty honest, you know, maybe a little, I don't know. I'm so honest that I'm 5'11 and 3 quarters. <laughs> and, um, yeah, but, you know, honesty is honestly kind of overrated. Hon honestly overrated, you know? Like, like people, like, pride themselves. Like, oh, I'm brutally honest. I keep it real. Like, all right, you fucking nerd. Um, it's like, you know, it's like honesty. It's a, it's a fleeting high. Brutal honesty. Being honest is like, it's like cocaine. You know, it's a fleeting high, but fucking lying to people. That shit's like heroin, you know? You can be anything you fucking want. You can be anything you fucking want. Uh, let's talk about heroin. I love heroin. Uh, <laughs> um, you ever have sex on heroin? No, I don't know. It's <laughs> I love it because, like, you know, you're not going to come, but neither am I. <laughs> it's like, uh, especially when they're on heroin, too. You know, your partner's on heroin, you're together, you know, like... She can't be like, I'm going to finish myself off. Like, no, I'd like to see you try. We're in this together. <laughs> uh, I love heroin. Um, anyway. <laughs> uh, what else have I got? Um, I'm going to do an old bit because I haven't done it in a while. You ever, you know that the Indian religion has a stoner god? The Indian, yeah. Lord Shiva, right? Yeah, 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 you know. And, um, you know, who do you think really has the better God? The Christian religion, who has Jesus, you know, ha made the calendar system. We know what year it is because um, of Jesus. Well, our God forgot what year it was. <laughs> anyway, I think uh, that's all I have written down. Thank you. This was great after six months. R.I.P. Frosty Nugs. I hope I wasn't depressing. I love you all. I don't hate you. I'm not Hunter. <laughs> <laughs> Rose Yay! Kyle has some stuff here. Um, I think uh, if my memory served me, I, I mean, I haven't I'll seen you in a long time. Baby. Um, like, I remember your kind of style from when I last saw you, you know, back before 2020 and all that. And with now, it's it, like I totally recognize the style, but uh, what I also see now is like clearly defined jokes that are like, it's like it, you seem like you've. I mean, I haven't seen anybody in like, I don't know, 10 months. So 
it just seems like you've really mixed like your kind of mumble rant <laughs> with like cl- like clearly defined jokes that are funny it, that match how you kind of already are. So I really liked it. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Yay. Um, collecting mental illness card like you Yu Gi Oh cards hilarious. Um, you started with ODD, um, oppositional defiance disorder, and I thought that was hilarious because I actually used to teach special ed for kids and i was kind of wondering like if people knew what that was yeah odd and it's called odd odd anyway it's fun it's a funny thing but i would i would do more mental illnesses list off a bunch of them like just for fun why not for funsies and that you have ocd uh, oppositional compliance disorder ocd how fucking hilarious so fucking funny so so funny for anyone who has any idea about mental health in any context such a such a such a fucking good joke and then i'd go into some ocd things too oppositional compliance disorder so like i would you did some of them of what you did but i'd mix that up with some actual ocd things like like then i wash my hands 50 times like first i tell first first i pass the ball to the other team and then i go wash my hands 15 times or whatever yeah, you know yeah, like yeah. I, I put some ocd things gotcha. in there too yeah, yeah. just because it's funny because mm-hmm. you like you set it up um I thought that this the saxophone thing could be really funny especially if you did and I'm such I'm sorry I keep asking for everybody for act outs but sax sounds are funny to like do and you can almost like jazz beboppy it you know but have one like with Spanish beboppy things like mm-hmm. you know if, I'm trying to think of sax like burp, like <laughs> I try to think of like Kenny G or something like <laughs> it's not Kenny I'm G I'm trying to think of like a saxophone song <laughs> but then there's got to be a fun like yeah, yeah. Saxy, sexy sax sounds that you can make. Gotcha. Um, and then I wanted more of those. I'm so honest that I'm five eleven and three fourths. I'm so honest that I feel like you could have a whole list of those mm-hmm. that could be so ridiculous. Mm-hmm. I'm so honest that I I tell you when there's something in your teeth. <laughs> um, and then this is a little thing that happened, and it's it would be a strange little taggy something, but you were talking about lying and heroin. And then you start talking about sex, and I think the only way to have sex on heroin is to like you're definitely lying down. But you're there's a word play there somewhere. And oh oh, and this was one little tag that thought it was so great when you were like, "We're in this together," and I knew what you were talking about. And I would just say, "You can't shoot up in your neck without me." <laughs> <laughs> like right after that, we're in this together. I was like, I knew where you were going, like mm-hmm. because we're you can't do it without me. Yeah. yeah but yeah. then I thought. Because it's hard. I'm sure it's hard to shoot up in your own neck, yeah, as a funny shoot. way to. Think about. <laughs> but it was great. It was it was a joy to watch you, and so funny. And I uh, again laughed really hard. And you have really like great premises and things you're working on, and super funny tags and everything seems to be working. So yay! Welcome Thank back. You. Thank you so much. Yay, everybody! Raul Sardarson. Yay! And uh, go to Apple, go to iTunes, and you can download the Mutiny Radio app that he built. And that's so rad, and you can listen to it on your Apple iPhone, wherever you are, and that's great. We're also on something called Radio Box, but he, he built the thing that does all the stuff, so yay! Thank you forever, yay! All right, your next comedian, put your hands together, everybody, for Kyle Morrissey, yay! She studies real hard all night, she'll cram. Thank you very much. Uh, happy holidays, everybody. I, uh, I celebrate Christmas because I'm a, an American. Um, I, uh, I spent it with my girlfriend's family. Um, did not spend it with my family because they suck. Um, I'm just kidding. They have COVID. Uh, <laughs> they're great. They're just uh, sick. 
Um, it was actually really awkward spending Christmas with the girlfriend's family because they they gi- they give me like so many gifts. Like they'll give me like forty gifts, and then when it's time for me to give them their gifts, I'm just like, I hate you. <laughs> so, um, I uh, but yeah, I, d- I do celebrate Christmas. I was I was raised Catholic. I don't know. I don't really know if I'm Catholic anymore. Um, I. I didn't really care or think about God for a while, but the older I get now, the more I actually do believe in God. I think God's real. Uh, I think God is very dumb. I I think it's whatever God is, not a whole lot going on up there. Um, And that's a weird middle ground for people because either you believe in God and God's amazing or you don't believe in God at all. Um, And so the people who believe in God, they're very, you know, they, they don't, it doesn't make sense to them. They're like, what? He, he, what about all this intelligent design? It's like, I don't know. One time I saw two birds flying and they smacked into each other and died. So uh, it doesn't seem very intelligent to me. There's clearly something going on here and it's, it's not very intelligent. Um, I, I did go to Catholic school and I grew up here in the Bay Area. So it's a weird, weird place to go to Catholic school. Um, especially when you're like just south of San Francisco, you know, because like, it's it's very the opposite, you know. There's like like gay people. It's very progressive. Um, so going to Catholic school south of San Francisco was was very interesting. It made all of our priests like young men. Incidentally, um, I, I think that's kind of unique to hear. Um, but the uh, what is this? <laughs> um, I I thought I just I I didn't really like it. Uh, it was a hard time for me to get. I, cause the 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 story of of Mary giving birth to Jesus sounds like it was told by like the sixteen year old version of me, just like oh she she's totally never had sex. Uh yeah she's a virgin. I t- I totally believe her. She told me. Um, yeah it's gonna be great, but I think just religion and academics don't mix well generally. Like no one wants to believe in God when your GPA is like one point eight at, at Catholic school. So, um. I don't know, that made, yeah, that made people, I don't know, there's some smart people at my school, but generally most people in high school aren't that smart. It makes, it made watching High School Jeopardy very frustrating. Um, I never liked watching High School Jeopardy because I saw all those kids. It's like, that's not, that's not an accurate environment, all right? What, you know, you want to make it hard for these kids, like, put some cool people up there with them. They'll really add the pressure. Um, I think (laughs) no one, no one wants to answer a question when every time you do the kid the podium next to you is just like gay (laughs) if there were actual high school students in in high school jeopardy it would just be a row of kids at the podium just like i'm not answering that shit (laughs) dead silence trebek would be uh, exhausted um i i I really think that's all i have so uh (laughs) oh wait i mean we can move on from religion. We can talk about a slightly less controversial topic. Uh, you guys see that a uh, USA is giving $500 million to Israel. Uh, yeah. 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 Remember that before COVID when problems weren't political or controversial, uh, <laughs> um, there's a picture they, I read an article about it and it showed some Israeli soldiers and it's a co-ed army, you know, the men and women serve side by side. And, um, these were easily the ho- the f- hottest soldiers I've ever seen. Just like 
and, and then it made me re- once you learn that the whole conflict between Israel and Palestine kind of makes sense. It's like Israel just has the sexiest army. Have you have you ever tried to call a hot girl out on her behavior? <laughs> like does not exactly go well. They immediately start acting like you just hurt them. <laughs> like they start talking about how they ju- they were just harassed. It was last week at a different bar. <laughs> So you just threw a glass at the bartender. And the worst part is all of your friends who you thought you th- – this is an analogy to geopolitics. Geopo- uh, all your friends that you thought you knew turn on you and start defending her, and it's totally ridiculous. Like, you don't even – you're just trying to get pussy. Like, I thought I knew you, Canada. Like, what the hell? I, Anyways, um, I can't tell if that's too edgy or just too rough. Um, <sighs> thank you very much, everybody. All right, bye. Kyle Morrissey, everyone. Yay! Hunter Uniac has things to say. I loved it, Kyle. I loved it. Um, with the, uh, why the fuck are you not up on the stage? I, um, that's right. No, I, I know, I know. No, but uh, with the, uh, Israel has the sexiest army. Wouldn't you say the U.S. is then simping for them? Right. It's the Holy Land. Yeah, it's a, it's a promise layer or something. There's, there's something there. There's something there, and I'm glad we're on the same page. And then the second thing, fuck, what the, like, I, I need to start. I should have written it down, but I don't have a pen of paper on me. But that, that one was so good that I forgot my first original comment. But that's so good, dude, yeah. Uh, um, fuck, what was it? Uh, tell me the things you were talking about again. Oh, oh. Um, they say that, like you said, like, oh, Mary is not a virgin. Mary's not a virgin. But they say that uh, as a man, you fall in love with your mother. Which is why Jesus fell in love with a prostitute. Uh, uh, there we go. Hey. Yeah, slut shame that Mary. <laughs> Fucking angel coming to her and then. Mary, little whore. God comes to her and then some dumb God comes to her in the night and goes like, oh, I'm gonna fuck y'all and put my Jesus baby in you. What a dumb God. That's the dumbest God ever. Why Mary did God wa- go to a fucking virgin? That's the dumbest one to impregnate. Like, even Zeus went to the fucking hottest chick late, later. It would be, exactly, it would be a yeah. callback because God is dumb. So he's fucking yeah. the virgin. Mary dumb. was a little hoe. And yeah, 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 do a whole little song about that. I don't know. But yeah, but that's, that's oh. Yeah, Mary. This I is mean, my joke now. Why no. not? Slut- <laughs> no, but, no, no. But it's it's funny. I mean, if you're already saying God is dumb, then you might as well slut shame the virgin mother. I mean, you're already like, you the you already being blasphemous. So like, why not double down, yeah. triple down, slut shaming Mary? Oh, that's hot. What virgin gives birth in a fucking shed? <laughs> yeah. Usually it's yeah. in the toilet in the high school. There was no shed in the toilet. That's why she was even a bigger hoe, you know? There wasn't toilet in the shed. It's, oh, it's so good. I love this. I can't wait to see it when it's, like, fully hashed out. That's fun. That's good stuff. Yeah, I remember back in the day. Um, just just a little technical thing. You say, um, a lot. Just some, I say, like. I also say, you know. That's pretty common for me. But you're an, you're an, you're an um boy. Uh, but, you know, instead of saying uh or um, oftentimes if you just stand in silence, there'll be laughter because people are laughing at the joke that they remember from the second before. 
Raul, you have comments. Just quickly, uh, I really like the uh, my family has COVID. I don't know if that's a shelf life or anything, but that was funny. <laughs> but um, and also, um, Israel has a sexy army. That's uh, a lot of fucking uh, stuff there. And um, I really liked uh, the God is dumb thing. I thought you could like connect it to like Catholic school. Like because I was raised Catholic, I think God is dumb. I love the blasphemy in this room. I love the blasphemy in this room. It's fucking one. <laughs> but uh, really good. I liked um, um, everything you talked about. A lot of potential there. Yeah. Charging. All right, clap your hands again, again together for Kyle Morrissey! Yay! All right, your next comedian, all the way coming from South Bay, clap your hands in a wild, slappy-like emotion for Rob Edwards! Yay! One, two, oh my God! One, two, oh my God! What's happening? What's happening? Uh, bag of shame. Mm, oh, bag of shame. Bag of shame. Bag of shame. All right. Uh, R.I.P. Fausty Nuts. I'll start with that. Uh, you know, but I back when I met him, I called him uh, Cocaine Jesus, just because <laughs> clearly something. You know, he has something to do with cocaine, whether he does it or sells it. I just knew, just he had an, a vibe about him, and you know, he always had food, which you know, if you're a white person, and I and I eat your food, it means I trust you. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, uh, let's see. Uh, you were talking about heroin. Uh, I uh, have a story about one time I, w- I was in a hotel room with a coworker. We were out of town working, and I walked in, and I guess he was smoking heroin. You can smoke heroin, right? And, uh, you know, uh, I was like, this is a familiar smell. I've smelled this before, but I, I couldn't put my finger on it. And he asked me, like, hey, Rob, do you want some heroin? And which I didn't know what he meant by it, because where I'm from, we call it uh, Heron. Uh, so I was like, you trying to run a train on Wonder Woman? Like, what do you mean? You know, I, d- I didn't know what he was trying to say. And it also tripped me out, because I didn't know, you know, heroin addicts were so, you know, like, you know, giving, right? Like, I thought they were more like crackheads. Like, you know, sharing is caring is not a theme in the crack community. So I didn't know, you know, how to really approach that. But I said no, of course, but, you know, to each their own, you know, but... Uh, yeah, you were talking about uh, pyramid schemes. Yeah, I actually did that for a little bit. Uh, the problem is I'm antisocial. I don't have any friends. So it ended up just me being a big black dude walking up on people. And it, it just doesn't, it doesn't work. It just does not, it does not work. Uh, you know, and then I hit up people that I knew, but, you know, they knew, like, he wouldn't be talking to me if he wasn't trying to get money. You know what I mean? So it's like, you know, and like they knew it, I knew it, and you know, it's just, it is what it is. But, uh, let me go. All right, let's look at the notes. Let's see what I got here. Uh, I'm glad I didn't get have to go home uh, for the holidays. Every time I go home, they ask me, you know, oh, when are you going to bring us some kids or some, you know, some grandbabies or some shit, which, you know, I don't really know how to give a timetable on an, on an accident. You know what I mean? Like... <laughs> Is that probability? What is the probability that I, I, I didn't, that's a lot of math I don't feel like doing, so I just, you know. Because I, I had a pregnancy scare with a chick one time, and, uh, you know, she aborted it. Um, I didn't tell her to do it, didn't try to stop her either, but, uh, you know, and, you know, I was, when she told me she was going to get it, you know, I, w- I got a little too excited. I was, you know, ready to sleep outside of the abortion clinic like it was a GameStop and I was trying to get a PS5. You know what I mean? Like it was, you know, it's like I want the deluxe uh, collector's edition abortion or some shit. You know what I mean? Like I, I really didn't want that kid. You know what I mean? 
Yeah. Uh, let's see what else I got. Uh, you know, here's the thing about uh, police, right? Let me talk about police. Uh, you know, I want to be able to trust them. I do. I really do because they make me pay these motherfuckers. I pay taxes, right? It's it's fucked up, man. That's the most fucked up thing about it, right? Like it's like we're in some weird. Black people are like in some weird dominatrix type situation where they beat the shit out of us and we pay them, except we don't have a safe word. It's weird. <laughs> like, I, I like, you know what I mean? Like, God damn it. You know what I mean? Like something, you know what I mean? Because I'm all for like reforming the police. You know, and people are like, oh, defund the police. And I was like, I don't think taking money from these motherfuckers is going to make them more reasonable. <laughs> but, uh, and also then, then when they say that shit, it's like, oh, well, they defunded schools. And I'm like, yeah, look how stupid our fucking kids are. So, like, <laughs> taking money from something doesn't work. Like, I just, I don't get what they're trying to do, man. Uh, what else I got? Uh, I feel like most of my arguments with girls are just revolve around my phone. A lot of them do. You know what I mean? And now it's the whole thing about, like, oh, FaceTime me. Oh, FaceTime me. And they just, you know, you got to do a 360. They want to see who's around you and shit. You know, it's, it's crazy, man, because it's like yeah, they're barking orders at you and you're spinning in circles like you're doing the hokey pokey or some shit. Like, you know what I mean? Like, like you're doing a dance. I, I, it's, it's just, it's too much, man. Uh, let's see. I got anything else? Did that, did that, did that. Oh, I have a game that I'm, I'm trying to work on. Uh, I call it objectivity. <laughs> and basically, what I do is I like say the name of like some of the worst people to ever do anything. And you have to say something nice about them. And it's something that everybody, like, has to be able to agree on, right? Because people have lost the ability to, like, you know, look at something for what it is instead of, like, being, uh, you know, polarized and shit like that. So I'll give you an example, pretty much like, hey, Rob, say something nice about the Ku Klux Klan. Uh, well, you know, I don't know who does their laundry, but their sheets are always very, very white. You know what I mean? Like, they're in a swamp, burning shit, and yet... Their sheets are always just super white. Like, I wear a white tee one time on a warm day, and I can never wear it again. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. You know? And, you know, and so that's one of them. And then I'll just go down the line, maybe like, oh, Adolf Hitler would have been a great hype man for a rapper or something. Or like, like, oh, well, we don't know what he's saying. Well, we don't know what most of the rappers are saying these days. So, you know, I don't speak German, but, you know, we'll figure it out. Uh, Bill Cosby was funny. That's an obvious one. Uh, he was like he that, like he was very funny. Had some great sets in between rapes. So <laughs> it maybe that was his creative process. I don't know, but he 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 had some very good uh, specials. That's all I know. Uh, uh, oh, this is a stupid joke. Uh, so if Black people had uh, oppressed white people. Would Jim Crow been called like Lamarcus Pigeon instead? It's <laughs> <laughs> a stupid joke. Don't. Uh, uh, hmm. Yeah, I think I'm good with that. Holy fuck! What a set. That was great. You have things to say, Hunter? Dude, you fucking killed. Yeah, you fucking oh, killed. Thank you. You killed. I, I loved it. Um, 
I would love for you, like, because I know you went, went off on what I was talking about a little bit, but like, I think it would be really interesting for you to talk about your experience in your own pyramid scheme and hash that out, because I know you're just riffing a little bit about that. Okay. And I think that'd be hilarious. And then also with a uh, just like one note with a uh, Bill Cosby, he had great specials, but besides his drink orders, you know. <laughs> yeah, it's funny. <laughs> Uh, I thought, I mean, I pretty much have all just like happy things. Like the cocaine Jesus was super funny. The heroin addicts. And then you had this great pause with giving. It was just, you as a persona are just so fun and great. And your timing is just like really awesome. Um, you're just so fucking chill. I don't know how to, I don't know how to give a timetable on an accident. I mean, (laughs) Jesus Christ, what a fucking line. That was like. I mean, you and you can just stand there because you have such a quietness about you anyway. You can say that line and just stand there and look at everybody and you can have ripples of laughter forever. Uh, the reform and the reasonable joke I enjoyed. Oh, so on the game, I wouldn't give us the name. I'd use the name as a punchline. So first say I made this, I do this game and explain the game and then say I call it objectivity oh, and then okay. you'll get a laugh on that and then do your examples about like... Yeah, okay. Just because you'll get a, you'll just get a bigger laugh. And yeah. the, I mean, Lamarcus Pitchin, Jesus Christ. I mean, it was all. It's your writing is spot on right now. Uh, Raul, you have comments? Oh yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, the timetable on abortion. That's just the killer line you killed. <laughs> yeah, that uh, that was my favorite. Um, Lamarcus Pitchin, of course. Um, and uh, the when you know you riffed about the I think you were riffing about the heroin story or whatever, but that could be a bit uh, if you wanted to be like heroin addicts are very generous and uh, yeah that's that's a tr- that's true that is very true that's uh yeah and um um the thing about um what's it called uh, all your relationship problems come for your phone <laughs> you said FaceTime me and then it's like even more and more problems like the, as soon as like the more shit that your phone has, the more problems you have. I don't know, something like that. But there, there's something there. But uh, update, update, I got update. Ninety nine <laughs> apps, but okay. <laughs> but you killed, dude. That was sick. I got ninety nine apps, but uh, okay, I got you. Hunter has some comments too. I forgot one last thing. Uh, with the GameStop whole waiting analogy, you have to get an appointment for an abortion. So you literally pre-ordered it as well. Yeah. You know, and then <laughs> and then yeah. waited out loud. You know. Yeah. <laughs> pre-ordered the accident. Perfect. You're amazing. Right. That was awesome. Everybody, Rob Edwards, yay! Okay, I have one new joke that I wrote yesterday and today that I want to try out. So here we go. Yay, me. What happened? Yeah, yeah, I'm going to go on stage. So yay, me, yay. I've been reading a lot. Um, I've been reading a lot because I'm alone. I'm so lonely. But I've been reading a lot, and I recently got the entire compendium of Grimm's fairy tales. And they are disturbingly patriarchal. So I'm just going to start with we hate the witch. Why do we hate the witch? Everyone hates the witch. This is just a misunderstood woman who loves cats, who doesn't hang out with old, she's just not married, and she has cats. And the whole Hansel and Gretel thing, right? Hansel and Gretel, she invites, she has a beautiful house. She's feeding them. She just wants to feed the fat. I think that this is all, she's been misconstrued. 
You know, she just wants to feed the children because maybe she wants to pull a Bezos and like steal their blood and get like a transfusion so she can stay young forever. But she's gonna feed them. She didn't want to actually, I mean, if she wanted to actually eat them, it might be a metaphorical euphemism for like, you know, how young does kid jizz keep you, right? Like you could use it as a face cream or like if you're swallowing kid jizz, is that the closest thing you can come to stem cells? And then, so if that's, but if that logic stands, how many 25-year-olds have to jizz in my vag before I stay young forever? Okay, that's my new joke. <laughs> Yay, am I a genius? I have a comment. Yeah, um, throw up, it's four on the board. Oh, you turned it off? Well, I just, uh, four, it should be four on the board, or one, since you're in front of that microphone, you can use I'll one. I'll use one, yeah. Okay. I liked it. I would like to see a mathematical equation between how old the kid is and how potent that jizz is saving your life. You yeah, know what I mean? Except the thing is that you're talking about witch math, and we only deal in symbols. Like, we well, that's we even funnier. There's no, yeah. there's just numbers are symbols. That's even funnier. Yeah, you, you can you can literally make up your own math problem <laughs> about that stuff. You know? Sex uh, symbols. And then also, uh, 25 year old people are not children. You fucking cougar. <laughs> Oh, come on. Who lives with their mom? How many 25-year-olds live with their mom? I moved out when I was 23. Oh, good for you. Maybe I should make it a 23-year-old joke. <laughs> I used to use 23-year-old as the punchline, but now that I'm older, I had to make it 25. Because 23 is just, it's just not, it just doesn't even seem realistic at all anymore. Yeah, uh, it's kind of <laughs> weird though, Pam, because every single time I age a year, you up that number. I up that number. <laughs> well... That's what I love about comedians. Ooh. I keep getting older and they keep what other picture she has. getting older. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how that works. <laughs> did, did, did Hansel and Gretel, did that, did that, did that involve like boiling cauldron? Like was it that involved an involved game? It involved an oven and she was going to push them in the oven and they tricked her and they pushed her in the oven and then they cooked her. Okay. At the end. Okay. And um, because... They thought that she wanted to eat them. Um, but she really was just a baker in the woods who loved cats. I mean, si it's not since that big the, of a deal. Since the kids thing got the biggest pop, I was wondering if you if like you could talk about, like, if you boil it, it brings out better properties, or I don't know, you'd like part of a recipe. Yeah, I just want to, the whole <laughs> thing for me is that I want to keep the kids alive because I want to use them either to, okay. because of the Bezos, because Bezos, I heard, uses 20-year-old um, blood and he transfuses it into his body so that he can stay young forever. And I was like, wow. It, well, what will jizz do in my uterus? Um, I mean, but, but, I, but I have an IUD in there. It's a copper pool sweeper. Keeps out all the dead babies. But I'd love to keep the dead babies and then keep their stem cells and eat those. Can I do that? Like, that would be... What? I don't know. I, that's the thing. I'm wondering. I, I, think, I think it's keeping me young. I don't know what's happening. I hope it's keeping me young. Do I have, oh, I was gonna translate that into the thing, I'm gonna ask people in the audience, like how many of you are uh, under 25? And then I'll say, you know, I, I give off an old lady witch vibe. Some people say I give off a mom vibe. I say, what about a stepmom vibe? Yeah, do you need a stepmom? She says, your dad wanna get divorced? I'm kinda hot, we can, we can party, bitch. <laughs> That's a fun joke. Are you out, bye. Bye. Okay, well. This was the joke workshop, and this was super fun. And thank you for coming. And uh, yeah, we can hang out and do whatever. We can podcast after. I'm here till 
whatever. Um, but I would love, I'd like to smoke a cigarette and we can podcast. Okay, I'm going to run around and we'll be back with more funny things, Media Radio. Yay! Yay. Uh, yeah, our Venmo is at Mutiny Radio, all one word. It's not the one that has our logo because I'm just too dumb to figure out how to. No, actually, they won't let me find out who did the other one. Someone, like, made one in my. Anyways, it's just a Mutiny. It was Sean Lamar. It was hippie Sean Lamar who did it years ago. Uh, Oh, no, no, no. David Stolowitz is fine. He's great. He actually updates the website. He's a doll. He he actually, when he did that, he got really misconstrued, and, and it was sort of, he got thrown under the bus. He meant to help everybody on that. He was, like, making event bites for things that didn't charge anyways and wasn't really, I don't know if he was asking for money or not. I don't know what was happening with the money, but he wasn't doing it for a profit. None of it, none of anything we're doing makes profit, by the way, you guys, unless you're Stroymoid. Like, I think he's the only one. I was for a minute there. When I was doing the Parklet shows, I was doing just fine before the shutdown. That was exciting and wonderful, and I was super happy because I was like, oh, my God, everyone's making money doing comedy, and I was, like, paying people, and I was getting paid, and I was really, really happy, and there were audiences, and and it's all going to come back after the 4th. So look out for the Mutiny Radio Presents uh, Asiento Wednesdays and Saturdays at Atlas Cafe and Sundays at Resolute here every Friday at 7 o'clock, the outdoor show. It's all coming back after next week, so stay in lockdown, bitches. But uh, enjoy some music, and we'll be back with, like, podcasting or shit. Okay. You can kiss that old crumb crack guy goodbye because, you know... Oh yeah, baby, you know you're on the one, the fucking one. Oh baby, yeah. Yo, you know I, I, I saw you that day. You, how's your girl, Mike? Oh, she's pretty nice, man. But I tell you, yo, I saw the other girl at Nettie's the other day, and she had her shit together. I'm talking about shit. Ha. Ha. Booing system up top, in the back. Oh, hey there, Georgia girl, Georgia girl. Oh, baby, you look so nice. You got the one. You got your shit together, Georgia girl. Yeah, you looking so nice, Georgia girl. Georgia girl, you know you're on the one. Oh, hey, lovely girl. Yeah, that's right, baby. That was you the first time. You know, I saw you all alone. I was on the boardwalk. You know, you were looking lovely but lonely. You know, you were squirting the water in the clown's mouth and everything. But hey, baby, you know, I would win the whole prize for you, the whole nine yards. Ski ball tickets, everything, baby, for you.
And the comedians are talking about Zoom mics, which is what happens when you know, honestly, that's exactly what happens. We've got microphones in the house in the hizzy. Grab two there, Raul, this is two. If you like, or however you feel good about it, you can socially distance, wear masks, or whatever makes you happy. Oh, I thought you were saying that to me as I put my fucking chair down. Oh, no. Oh, we're all pretty six feet away. Sure. I mean, if Joe Rogan can do podcasts, we get to do them too. That's the way. That's the way it works. It should be called uh, physical distancing. I, I do social distance. I don't talk to my friends. <laughs> is that social distancing is not the new ghosting. That's not. It's easier to, I mean, how have, I mean, I'll ask it. How have you guys been dating during COVID? Has it worked out for you? I've been on two dates, all of COVID. And were they with people you didn't know? And how long did it take you before you removed your mask? Uh, I, I took the pre- protection off midway through. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you kept the mask on? <laughs> well, that's the whole thing. Yeah. yeah, exactly. I've seen these COVID uh, Tinder dates at, um, at Oakland Fairyland where uh, people will meet each other on the thing and they'll have like a bottle of wine and they'll have food and they'll be like up and downing their masks for about <laughs> 15, 17 minutes. And then they both decide like, okay, you're clean. <laughs> There's no mask. And then about so go home with COVID. I mean, yeah, I mean, it's pretty much like I want to have sex with you at some point. So, you know, we're going to have to take these. Why would I need to see your face then? I think I gave you the one mic that doesn't work. Which Me? Is really sad. No, uh, oh. Rob, I'll, I'll switch I'll it out. Check. Uh, uh, yeah, pi- I mean, good luck. I, that's the one that has the double tether. See if one will reach all the way to the. Everything gets confusing. They're all on, though, so. There we go. We'll figure it all out. Yay. Mutiny Radio has it all figured out, sort of, but not really. Uh, But, yeah, dating in COVID, I haven't. I've been single all through COVID, but I wear uh, my old wedding rings because I'm trying to keep the flies away. Mm. (laughs) I don't want anyone (laughs) to spit in my mouth or anywhere near me. It's like the wedding ring is kind of like a mask. Yes. (laughs) It is. <laughs> it it's more effective. Than Can you hear me, Pam? Yes. Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Now, you have been trying to date. Remember one time I brought one of my friends over to your place, and you were just screaming at him, you're fuckable, for 30 minutes? Yes. Well, I was. I don't remember that because I was I remember uh, blackout it. drunk, I'm sure. That's, uh, that's a very uh, – that seems to be a common COVID thing for Pam to do. <laughs> but I, I am trying to, to feed myself as well. Uh, yeah, so now we have multiple microphones, and we're going to figure it all out. It's going to be great. Um, yeah, yours works. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There we go. We'll switch them, and then the everything. It. Now we've now we've got it going on. Now we've figured out the whole juju. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. So dating in COVID, very hard. <laughs> <laughs> Just that from every man in the fucking room. I mean, I don't really – I'm not into, like, the whole dating app. Thing, so that was different because I haven't really been doing that before. Yeah, and it's I don't know. It's just weird for me. I've never, I've never internet, I've never internet app dated either ever. Have you ever had a profile? Yeah, I like oh, I made some when, oh, okay. when COVID started because you know I I had <laughs> two yeah. months in. I've yeah. had profiles before, but like it never nothing ever comes through it. Like I just I I'm horrible at replying to texts or messages or anything like that. So it's like it just 
It doesn't fucking work. It's a like whole the different only, language, the though. The only way I've used Tinder, this is a true story, the only way I've used Tinder is I got all my guy friends in a circle, and we uh, we'll put our preferences towards male, and then we all found <laughs> each other, selected each other, and we use it as our own private chat rooms. Oh, that's cute. That's, <laughs> that's really hilarious. smart. That's, that's depressing, smart. too. <laughs> smart and depressing. <laughs> <laughs> they got people on, co- on uh, the dating app. I don't use dating apps because I have self-esteem. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> me but, too. But um, they got on the profiles, they're like, I have antibodies or whatever, and like that apparently works. Wow. <laughs> I mean, whatever you got to do. (laughs) (laughs) I got my back. I'm actually afraid to take the vaccine only only because I'm a very, very sensitive person and not just emotionally, like physically. And I'm often allergic. I go into anaphylactic shock for many reasons. Ampicillin, penicillin, a variety of things, weird dyes, desiccants in coconut. Anyway, so I'm afraid that there's something in the vaccine, in Mm. the juice that delivers it that might hurt me. So I want to see, I want to wait and see just because I'm one of those like 0.001% of people that like the thing that puts the pill together, I go into anaphylactic shock. And the crazy part is a lot of people have that same, uh, you know, mentality that you do, but you're one who actually has reasons for it. I heard, I was, I was watching uh, this uh, 60 minutes story and uh, the uh, general was in charge of like distributing all the stuff. He said that 40% of nurses, so 60% of nurses don't want to take it, mm. and 40% of doctors don't. So if our fucking professional healthcare workers don't want to take it, mm. what does that say about the general population? You're also forgetting that Pam has smoked cocaine boogers. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Well, I, have you ever questioned the nature of your own reality? Yeah, like every day. Like I'm constantly existential, so I'm overthinking everything, I'm sure. But also – Think like if I get stung by a bee, I have about ten minutes to live. So, like my views on mortality are. I mean, I have uh, I have very serious views on mortality, and I don't want to die because I did take DMT once, and I did talk to the aliens, and mm-hmm. I realized I don't want to die. I want to stay alive as long as possible. So, nice. I walk. I try to eat good food. I try not to drink too much. <laughs> I, <laughs> I only do cocaine on people's birthdays. You know what I mean? Like, I'm really locking it down. Okay? Pam, 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 technically it's somebody's birthday every single day of the Um, year. Okay, find the loophole for me, Hunter. I really appreciate that. Yeah, that's That's what I do for my friends. Yeah, I I appreciate that. Thank you. Well, anyway. Like, you know Frosty's death hurt me more than everybody else because of that. Oh, (laughs) I know. Oh. It's a... I, I still haven't really come to grips with the concept yet. My favorite story thus far was uh, Patrick Ford, who owns the Alameda Comedy Club. A year ago, he said that Frosty gave him a bag of shrooms for him and his wife, and they put them somewhere, and they lost them. And Jesus. on Christmas morning, they found this bag of shrooms. This is a miracle. I know. Well, it was like the – so miracle. obviously, Frosty is now the patron saint of lost drugs because, like, <laughs> some Roomba that they had, like, pushed out the drug. Like, on the morning that he died, they found the shrooms. And the I was like, oh, my God. Those were the shrooms that uh, they lost. Frosty's ghost visited their house and gave them more fucking shrooms. On Christmas morning, I know. Talk to them, dude. Exactly. I was like, that is a majestic story, and I 100% believe it. And I feel like we should. Frosty, the red nosed dealer. (laughs) (laughs) The gift. Too many gifts. I mean, how many times was I, uh, was I, was I paid in things I wanted other than money? How many times was I paid in something I would have spent my money on? Mm. 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 
That's just taking up the middleman. That's just economically smart. Yeah. Time mm. management right there. Well, it's mm. he was a hustler. Mm-hmm. A hustler. Game sees game, baby. Game sees game. Yeah, one of your uh, jokes you say, like, oh, you were talking about Frosty. You, that was your joke about Frosty. Like, you, yeah, yeah, you ate his food. Okay, well, then my whole point is moot. <laughs> I only got I only got food poisoning once from those free chicken wings. <laughs> That's oh. enough to never uh, go to a place again. Yeah. <laughs> no, I know, but as a as a food I only shat food, myself once. I'll go back. But yeah. as a food safety professional, I should have known. Like it was, I came to Bricks and it was like eleven o'clock, and I already knew I'm oh, not yeah. getting a Bart home. I'm getting either a ride or I'm sleeping in Oakland. And there was a, there were all the food was still there, except it was like the dregs of the food. And there were chicken wings in the thing. And I was like, "Mm, I'm doing it. And I mean, four hour chicken wings at 140 degrees. I mean, it's just harboring. Hey, if Arby's is still in business. Foodborne illnesses. (laughs) Has anybody ever gone and bought food at Arby's? I 100% believe that Arby's is a drug front. Oh, yeah. I've never seen a line. I've never been to Arby's. Exactly. Do you know why Arby's is called Arby's? Because they make roast beef, R B. Oh my but God. they changed That's it to A R B Y S, even though R B is roast beef. That fucking is nerds. the dumbest, whitest thing I've ever <laughs> fucking heard. Because I motherfucking love some Arby's biatch, like those roast beef sandwiches with the cheddar cheese on top. So oh, don't even talk. It's like this it's like this beef that isn't even beef. It's like it's like it's Which like is why I don't beef. eat there. Oh, God, but it's the same thing as Subway. Subway is the same way with their meats. It's not real meat. It's like all the meats put together, and then they make it into, like, all the meats are a bologna. Even chicken at fucking Subway is bologna. That says a lot about Arby's. I would rather eat at a place that fucking, you know, paid a pedophile than Arby's (laughs) first. (laughs) That says a lot about the quality of food they had. So, wait, uh, let me just make sure. So, it was RB originally, and they just added letters for what? No, no, they... the reason they called it A-R-B-Y-S is that it's R-B, which is roast beef, because they originally made roast beef. But instead of just calling it R, letter R, letter B, they called it A-R-B-Y-S. Oh. Because it's cute. I'm going to start a no, chicken tender not. place. <laughs> <laughs> is it, though? I mean, I, I guess. I mean, yeah. R-B's roast beef. R-B. Oh, no, I never ate that. I can't talk about it. But. It's, uh, it's, but it's fake. It's not even – it's roast beef bologna. But that's the thing is when you – uh, there were these other meats as a child that I always wanted to eat. My mom was like, no, we're going to the deli. And I was like, oh, I don't like that real turkey with the real, it's a real turkey. That I is like the most the, white privileged thing I've I ever know, fucking heard. Right? Hmm. I know. And I wanted the cheap, I wanted like the 42 cent thing that you get from Food Co. That's like, it says chicken and it's all folded up together. And it's like. Don't it, knock bologna. Mm, the vaccine. Chicken bologna. There's all kinds. It's just. I don't have a problem with processed meats as uh, as long as it's now as an adult. I like them when it's like head cheese is amazing. If you go oh to yeah. like a real place and you get real head cheese, it, that's legit. But that's healthy processed. That's not commercially processed. Like do I you guys know what head cheese is? I do not know. Okay. I'm pretending okay, to know yeah, right okay, now. <laughs> okay, so this is the best thing. So you can take a pig head or you can take a cow head. And you scrape all the meat off the head. So the cheeks, which are the best part. Mm-hmm. The cheeks are the best part of a lamb, of a cow, of a pig. They're the most delicious. They're fatty. They're great. But head cheese is literally the head meat. But because it's all like pieced and parted together and the gums and the tongue and all that stuff. And so you cook the head for a long, long, long time. And then you take all the meats and you pull it off. And then all of the bones, and you pull the bones out. But they become a gelatinous goo. And then you solidify it like a 
ah, it's so good. It's like, mm-hmm. it's all. Don't stop, I'm almost finished. It's so. It, it's, it's all tendon. And that tendon is like the juiciest, fattiest, most chewiest, best part of any type mm. of animal. It's like, mm. And then with all the gelatin from the head and all the bones, and then you make it into this thing, and then you, and then when you slice it, and it's got those jelly bits in it. Mm. Oh, my God. It's so good. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. I love meat. Yeah. yeah. I was yeah. vegetarian for 13 years, so. I was vegetarian since, since until I was 16, and then I had uh, Pan Express orange chicken that changed my weight. Oh, mm. that'll fucking do it. That oh, converts yeah. anybody. <laughs> mm. I'm vegetarian uh, every January for the entire month as like a mental exercise, huh. and that's it. You know, besides after that, then actually I no pick out meat. January? Whatever. I never tried it once, yeah. ever. <laughs> vegetarian. How are your poops when you do your no meat January? Do what are, are poops? I'm stocked up for like a week and then it comes out really quick. Mm. All right. You're you're being an interesting case though because I'm sure you drink as much as I do. You can never like Uh, my my diet and my situation are never the the context never combines because I drink so much that and I eat so many spicy foods Mm -hmm. that it's just like I'm just I'm just hot liquid Pepsi all the time oh yeah (laughs) I love spicy my mom bought me like an entire case of hot sauce for Christmas what a mom I fucking love it yeah that's so sweet Mm -hmm. half of them weren't even hot so I'm gonna that is the least white thing ever (laughs) I know right He's half Filipino. So um, you asked it earlier, <laughs> but what was the best Christmas present that everybody got? Ooh, did yeah. anybody or Hanukkah gift or Kwanzaa gift? I don't know. Whatever. Shintoism. Whatever anybody does at this time of year. Uh, you start first then. Um, I got two great gifts. One I got from Joanna Bateman, and she gave me a Venus flytrap. And I am – my cats and I are trying to hunt – fucking little baby flies to feed this fucking plant. We are working together. <laughs> and Tony Sparks gave me some Brandon Crawford socks. Aww. Don't Venus flytraps only close three times no, in well, life or something like that? So pretty much you're trying to like shorten its lifespan? No, um, you don't want to ever touch them with your finger because you don't want to fuck with them. Um, they only eat live flies. Yeah. Um, and so we're trying to trap them together and stick them in there. But it keeps growing, and it grows in a swampy place. And maybe my place is too cold. I really want to keep this thing alive. Mm. I want to have this Venus fly pl- trap for a while. I keep orchids alive, so I feel like they're similar in nature, maybe. I don't know. Favorite uh, Christmas gifts, Raul? Shit. I got, um, I got a Rob Zombie shirt. That was nice <laughs> for my friend. I went. To, um, I spent Christmas in Vegas with my friend um, because my friends don't celebrate. Um, I got Rob Zombie shirt. I got socks. But Vegas is not shut down. It is not. It's twenty five percent capacity. So and you got to gamble. Oh no, I'm twenty. Oh. Yeah, but um. You yeah. still gamble at twenty. You just can't drink. Right? Wait a minute. So you went to Vegas. And you can't partake in any. The only well, thing you can have is hookers. Well, yeah. Oh, okay. And um, oh. I was in the out, like the outskirts, North Las Vegas. Okay. Um, it was the the shitty part, I guess, but it was it was great. I loved Good. it. Um, did a lot of heroin. <laughs> oh, don't do that! Come on, you're not supposed to do that stuff. There's too much fentanyl and everything. You got to be scared. Hey, got to be scared. Okay. Let it. Well, then you know what? How about this? I'm not gonna tell you what to do with your life, but. Just make sure that whatever you buy, you see someone else do it first before you do it. Hmm. You know I what am I mean? willing to be that guinea pig whenever you fucking <laughs> no, need me. No, don't be the guinea pig. <laughs> You're too yeah. young. I don't want any of you to die. So I gotta go just find a nice seventy-year-old to just test it out. <laughs> just, 
just make sure that whatever batch you're buying, you've seen someone else do it before you buy it. So you. that you know that it isn't going to kill you. Because mm -hmm. if it has fentanyl in it, you don't know. And there were, there were three kids in the hate a year and a half ago that all thought they bought meth. And it had fentanyl in it, and they all died, and they were all just one, two, three, right, right there dead. They're yeah. putting fentanyl in weed now. Which is insane. Which is ridiculous. It's but fentanyl, fentanyl and meth? What are you, why would you, there's You're already no. kill yourself off meth anyways. No. Slowly. Slow, yeah. slowly slow. over. Yeah. I mean, yeah, a after you can't feed yourself anymore because you don't have any teeth left. Stop defending my father. <laughs> <laughs> I want to hear your father's meth voice. Hunter, what was your best Christmas gift? Um, oh, I don't know. I didn't really get any like really astounding Christmas gifts. I got like a bunch of little tiny ones, you know. Uh, there was nothing really that stuck out, so I'd have to go to with just money, which means I used that money to buy cocaine. Aww. So I technically got cocaine. Best Christmas wow. gift ever. There you <laughs> go. No, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Rob, best Christmas gift. As a kid, probably a PlayStation. As an adult, it was probably fuck yeah, weed and a blowjob or something. <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> something nice. Like that. That's what yeah. getting old is like. Yeah. yeah, you get blowjobs, all right? It's amazing. Uh, yeah. <laughs> is that what happens? PlayStation? I think a PlayStation. Or, nah, that sounds fucking weird. I don't know now. Fuck, am I, I'm questioning <laughs> Dilemma of yeah. every single man. <laughs> PlayStation or blowjobs? Uh. I just, I've never been a video game person, so I have no, I mean, I, okay, so I get it that it's active and passive at the same time, and that it's something that you can immerse yourself in where you don't have to deal with the world, and a lot of people use video or screen time or, or TV or Hulu or whatever the fuck they use Netflix as that as that disengagement time where they're like I'm not a part of this world I'm putting myself somewhere else except that you're sort of active because you are engaged you're doing something so I kind of get it you it's have like, other methods of disengaging with the world well, I read books mm. <laughs> yeah. That's what I was How old are you again? I read books and do drugs. I smoke pot and read poetry. Like I'm like, that's how I disengage from the world. I'm like, oh. Um, but I don't. But I. But I could never play video games because um, I have linear dyslexia, meaning I don't know my right from my left ever. So even as an adult, like. If someone's like, which way do we go in a car? I bang the window. I'll like go this way or why? that way. Because I can't, I can't figure out, I can't remember that this is right. Why are the thinking. smartest people in the world the fucking dumbest? Pam has doctor's degrees, but she will get lost on a fucking street sign. Like, <laughs> oh, I'm good with maps, but I just can't, I can't tell. I have to, it takes me a second to realize that this means left and this means right. Even though I know this is the way to go, I can't go turn right. I have to be like, this mm. way, this way, mm -hmm. because my brain, but it's the same way with video games. It's like yeah. up, up, down, down, left, right, nothing. So when I play, I'm actually very astute at Tekken 3, Dr. B, um, also Eddie Gordo, also Eddie Gordo, because I put the player on my on my lap like, um, like a piano, and I play it like a piano, and I just random button, just mash, 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 random button mash, and I'm almost unbeatable. Also in um, Soul Calibur, and the stole still burns, like random button play on that murders every time. Can I open up about something that's like that shows how much of an idiot I am? Like we all have that like really stupid thing. Right? All the time. I've never memorized the months of the year in order. What? Never did. I sing a never song. Never cared to. I don't even know about the song. Don't sing it to me. This is something <laughs> moment of pride. I, I've never memorized. I can go January, February, March, April, June, July. 
What <laughs> happened in May? I think you have some PTSD surrounding May. I, my brother was born. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. There it is. I would remember that month. Everybody else is talking about that 6'4", 275 beast. He wasn't that, guy. that Fuck big that when he was born. Like, yeah. my poor mother. <laughs> well, I'd forget May, too. He was born in February. I, I, don't, oh, okay. I don't know. Nothing really happened in May. I just, I never memorized it. Wow. Oh, don't fucking judge me. We didn't I'm judge you. I'm not. I'm not. I just, I, ba- back when I was a kid, we had to memorize all kinds of things from numbers in that thing, the whole memorization table up to 12 Zs. We had to know that all wrote and like Bible verses. There was all this stuff we had to memorize. Days of the week suck because they all end in Y. I can't do that. Um, there are seven of them, though. But. At 12 <laughs> months. Etymologically, <laughs> you forgot five. It's a big five. Etymologically, <laughs> <laughs> you can break down the days of the week because they're based off the Norse mythology. Memorize them mm. in Spanish. Which are also... That's well, then they different. all in an so Pierre Ness or S. Thursday is Everything Thor's is Day. Thor's Day. Uh, Friday was Frida's Day. Frida. Thor was Wednesday's the Odin's Day, and that makes no sense. Like, there's nothing even Wedding. remotely, you know, connotated to his name. Woden's day. Odin. Odin. O D I N. He was one of the Norse gods. He was Thor's daddy. Really? There you go. Odin came before Thor. Thor. Which one's the one that fucked everyone? That's Zeus. That's Zeus. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, that's Greek. Those are Greek gods. Greek. The Greek gods. The Greeks fucked everybody. (laughs) They're like, yeah. Uh, Leda and the Swan. Anyway, good stuff. Look at us getting all historical. Instead of it's better to get historical than existential. I don't want to talk about French existentialism right now. Do you fear death? Of course, Uh of course. (laughs) Who doesn't fear death? There's a pathological fear of death, though. Like I was reading the Wikipedia page of Harry Potter, and I learned that Voldemort. I I didn't. I never read the books, but Voldemort has a pathological fear of death, and that is his one weakness. Fun fact about Harry Potter: my cousin slept with Daniel Radcliffe for several years. Wow. She dated him. During one of the movies are going on. Well, I was hoping your alcoholic. cousin. I, I was hoping your cousin was a boy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I have a lot of cousins. You know, we could have ran through the family. No, like, look it up. Olive Uniac, Daniel Radcliffe. She turned him to an alcoholic, and he had to go to rehab. Wow. Which means I'm the least alcoholic person out of my family. Oh, to turn right. a British person into an alcoholic and send them to rehab. <laughs> Damn. Which one was da- Which one was Daniel Radcliffe? Harry, Harry Potter. Potter. Oh, Harry Potter. Harry- oh yeah. shit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> He's a good little actor. Uh, he I was. Like how you said little. Well, no, I mean he was he a young short? kid, and now no, well, he was a young Tell kid, and now he's an adult. And there was a movie that was like Swiss Army Man. I think was it was good, called. Yeah. It was great in that. I was like, what? Talk about existential. He played a dead guy too. That's all. It that. was his best acting role was doing nothing. Unbelievable. At all. <laughs> it's, uh, it. I, I mean, du- the actor for Dudley, Dudley Dursley, has actually been killing it lately. I don't know who that actor is. Du- I know uh, who Dudley is. He's the like, brother. Did you ever see uh, The Old Guard? No, I don't know that. The Old Guard. The Old Guard. Uh, he was also, he's in a lot of new things. He lost hella weight. Okay. He doesn't look recognizable at all. What's his name? You see Queen's Gambit? Oh, I did. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He's uh, the uh, the chess master that she beats in the first like open tournament. The hot one that's gay that she ends up having a crush on that turns out to be gay? No. No, no, no. no. The one with the fucked up teeth. That's, well, I have to go. That's him. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah, super skinny. Oh, damn. Well, you know, no one listens to you unless you're skinny and pretty. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> you say something. 
<laughs> Were you speaking just now? Motherfucker! <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, it's fine. I've just been wondering. I'm kind of excited because I'm going through menopause, and when I actually lose all of my womanly bits, do I grow a dick? Like, what Ooh. happens? Do I get to be considered like a dude? Once I no longer can birth babies, am I then on the same playing field as dudes? As a white man? No. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe white man is just girls with menopause. That's <laughs> Maybe, yeah. You might be. Oh, yes, yeah, absolutely. Unless anybody else has a problem with it. I'm cool. Okay, okay. good. Wait, so uh, menopause means you can't get pregnant anymore. Yes. So, so menopause. Code. So what what happens with ladies' bodies is that uh, what happens with babies, when, when babies are in the uterus until they're like, I don't know, 17 weeks or something, mm. they have all the same parts. And then at some point, um, the ovaries become ovaries and the balls become balls and the clit becomes a clit and the clit becomes a dick. Okay, so there's a thing with genetics or whatever and then little boys and little girls. But in the beginning, we're all exactly the same. Which is why men don't respect women. You had the option we had to be one of us, <laughs> and you fucked it up. I, well, we had the same. What we have XX oh and you so have XY. That's what guys right have nipples, so, right? so we're exactly the same until a certain point, and then it sort of changes. And then when women have ovaries, so when men, but when men have balls, their sperm is limitless forever. Like even fucking old. Dude, oh, yeah. Playboy guy, forever, forever, old fucking, say his name, the Playboy guy, Hugh Hefner. It, he was not shooting blanks. His When his balls shot the goo, the goo had sperm in it. Even, even when you get old, maybe there's less sperm, but there's still sperm in there. But with ladies, you have a certain amount of eggs that your body is born with. And they come out every month. It's like this egg, this ovary lets out an egg, and then the next month this ovary lets out an egg, and an egg, 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 egg. And sometimes double eggs come out, and they both get fertilized, and then those are like fraternal twins. Mm. And sometimes one egg comes out, and then it splits, and those become like actual twins. Those are all different things. But like, but fraternal twins are when your ovary lets out two eggs in this one month, and there's enough sperm in there, and the different sperm get in the egg. That's why they look different. I thought fraternal twins are the ones that looked alike. No, fraternal twins are the ones that look different. Okay, identical twins. Are the ones that are the same. Right, okay. So a fraternal twin is when your ovaries double egg and double sperm gets in the double egg, which is why it could be a boy and a girl or whatever and a whatever. But it's like your your ovaries double egged. But when you double egg like that, you lose eggs later. So for me, I started ovulating when I was 14. I'm 46. At, at 44, I went from every month, every month having a period like ovary egg 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 every 27 days every 21 days and then a couple days period egg 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 and then it went to every like three months all of a sudden and i was like what's going on am i pregnant i took a pregnancy test i have an iud i'm not pregnant what the fuck and i went to the doctor and they're like oh yeah you're starting menopause and so then it was every three months for a while and then it was every four months and now i haven't had a period in like six months so my eggs i have like maybe hopefully six eggs left i just want the eggs just get them out of me let's just let this be done yeah and then and then once the eggs stop coming out there's no more it's not that there's no more estrogen but it's like i don't know my hormones will change and maybe there's more progesterone maybe i become more dude like comes in well no but that's when all the hair comes in you know when you see like women over 50 and they have these like weird long hairs on their face mustaches and all this Mm -hmm. shit it's because they don't have estrogen to 
to counteract the progesterone, and so they're suddenly like getting all their boy goo out of the body. Boy goo is something and, else, like, Pam. Boy goo, but no, it comes out of your like face or whatever. <laughs> Have you not seen old women with beards? Boy goo. <laughs> it's man cum. Okay. Well, it comes out of our face like little hairs and stuff, and it's so weird. So. I'm kind of excited to see. But here's the other thing that happens. Because I used to, every month, women get crazy. Imagine when you only have one egg every six months. And everyone's like, geez, Pam, why are you such a maniac? And it's like, I'm going to menopause. And I don't have any kids or family to yell at. So thank you. Uh, (laughs) So I think this podcast is done. All the men are going to leave right fucking now for their own safety. (laughs) No, I mean, you should. I mean, I don't have a Harvey Weinstein vibe. I'm a little too small to overpower any of you, and I don't have a bathtub here. So Not with that attitude. (laughs) The bathtub was way too specific. (laughs) Well, no, Harvey Weinstein, that's why he tanked Mira Sorvino's. um, Okay, you know how Mira Sorvino was, like, amazing and the late night. I know, exactly. In the late 90s, she was amazing. Yeah. And why did her entire um, career get tanked? Because she was in Harvey Weinstein films, and he invited her up to one of his hotel rooms, and he was in a bathtub, his fat, ugly, gross, fucking tiny pud in a, mm-hmm. with his coming out of the bubbles. And he's like, oh, Mira, Mira, Sofina, touch my dick in the bathtub. And she was like, fuck you, you're gross. And so he said, well, fuck you, I'm going to tank your career. And he tanked her career. Uh-huh. He did the same thing to the pretty girl who was in... Um, Every pretty girl, actually. Well, um, but Rose McGowan. Oh, so what? Rose McGowan in the late 90s, she was a jawbreaker. She was married to um, fucking, um, he's ooh, so great, and he's so scary, and he's a singer guy, and then he'd wear boobs, and he'd wear, like, nothing, and he was so weird and so creepy, but Marilyn Manson. Uh, so uh, they, but. Yeah. He, he did the same thing to her, and then he tanked her career. And so there were a oh. lot of there was a lot of women that did touch his dicks in bathtubs because they were like, "What else am I gonna do? Look what he did to Mira Sorvino and Rose McGowan in the late '90s." Because the casting couch is called a casting couch for a reason. And so la 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 la. Rose it's, McGowan is still she's still out there. Yeah, she got she survived. I guess, yeah, because kinda. she fucking said, "Fuck you, establishment! I'm hot and amazing and a great actress and a very sexy lady, and I can do it on my own." And she tried her best, but she could have been a superstar. Mm-hmm. But she said no to Weinstein. So, you think that there's a void now now that Weinstein's gone in Hollywood? A, a boy. rape boy? A what the fuck? Dude, you sounded so excited. Like, there's a void well, that I could take up. Well, are you saying, are you saying look at how many hand jobs I could get. There's a position that needs to be filled. You know, <laughs> let me tell I'm you. I'm to take the sacrifice. Let me explain to you how hard it is to try to Weinstein people. It doesn't work. <laughs> like, I'm trying. No, I'm kidding. I'm trying. No, I've never, I've never threatened anybody to uh, remove their... Stage time for sexual purposes. I've never done that. I have gifted people stage time in hopes of sexual purposes, but I have not ever demanded. I'm the only person who she uh, lit me during this entire mic that says a lot. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, baby doll. You did like 10 minutes. Come on. You leave uh, 10 minutes of the talk. And it's an open mic. I mean, it's not like I'm. I'm that not. was so constant. Like, imagine if that was in any other, you know, uh, uh, scenario. Baby doll, you did ten minutes. Don't feel bad. <laughs> <laughs> I call every. I call my cats baby doll. Come on. I know, Pam. I it's just love fucking with you. Oh, good. 
That's a great thing uh, about I mean, comedy, you know? Everyone can be Weinstein. It's like opportunity for mean, everyone. That's when, when when there's a female Weinstein that I can fucking get rich. That's when <laughs> that's when we'll be equal. It's Dude, called Mitzi Shore. <laughs> it's called it's called Mitzi Shore and she died. Oh, she, it's called oh, Mitzi Shore. She fucked all the young comedians. She fucking did it in the eighties and there's all these stories about Even her son girls. Polly Shore? Sure. He's not <laughs> oh, that that's, pretty. That's, that, that's his mom, yeah. That's he did mom. he did his own. How'd he get stage time? I, I mean, I'm uh, childbirth. <laughs> yeah, childbirth. I mean, he's, he was already inside. nepotism is real, even if women are doing it. Uh, but there's, but he's also. I mean, uh, he had a tagline. He's fine. Uh, but Mitzi Short in the '80s, uh, she fucked all the comics, and a lot of women were like, "You just can't get in with Mitzi Short because you can't fuck her because she only likes young guys." And it was like, "Oh well, she's got all the power and all." Equality. Yeah, need another one of those. Yeah, you see how like all the men are just like that's completely okay. Yeah. But well, if that was if that was okay, I would be treated differently in the <laughs> Why aren't people feeding me grapes on a fucking days? Because grapes can't be turned into edibles, Pam. Uh, actually, they could. <laughs> see, you would know. She found a way. <laughs> Wait, how? I'm. How, How could grapes be turned into edibles? Oh, so many ways. So if you, <laughs> so if you either peeled the grapes or you cut them in half, you could you could soak them in pot tincture, uh, and make it. You could just have like a little dessert thing of like grapes that were so like just like a watermelon. You could take a watermelon, and you know how you can put vodka in a watermelon and yeah. then eat it. You could mm. take you could take pot vodka and put that into a watermelon Potka. and serve yeah potka oh, or pisky pisky i think is better for such a purpose because it has better flavor and especially in a watermelon but you could take one of those little baby watermelons um from like trader joe's or whatever and you could put a little hole in it and put some pot tincture in the thing and let it all soak up and then you would have weed uh watermelon but you could do the same thing with grapes and it'd be more fun with watermelon i think mm. there's a there's a billion ways to deal with weed there's a billion ways to drug people. Yes. <laughs> and never without their knowledge. I, I've never I've never dosed anyone without their knowledge. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. I always let people know. I got I made a wedding cake once, and it had weed in it for my friends. And I, like, stood by the wedding cake, and I made multiple signs. I'm like, this has weed in it. And they're like, how much? And I'm like, <laughs> how, big a, how big a slice you take. So at the beginning of the wedding, like, everybody was sort of normal. And then at the end of the wedding – there were all these old people just like shoving cake into their face. It was super fun. It was super fun, fun mm-hmm. times. Um, but I made sure that everybody knew. I remember uh, when we went to uh, our comic buddy Casey Scannell's wedding. Mm-hmm. He was a comedian who was a for a couple of years ago. He stopped because he got married. And uh, Pam got so drunk, she uh, tried to run up to the microphone left other people do for best man speeches and try to do a fucking set. I did. <laughs> At the wedding. And then, yeah, you don't even remember this. No, I do. Yeah. And then you ran up to me. I was like, Hunter, I'm so proud of myself. I didn't do a set. And I was like, where the fuck have you been for the past hour? <laughs> <laughs> was at least a comedian wedding? They, yeah, it was they, a comics wedding, yeah. This was the best wedding because they, when you got there, before you sat down to actually watch them do the vows, they had wine. They were pouring wine for everyone. I'm like, this oh, is yeah. a fucking wedding. Yeah. They weren't like, don't drink until the ceremony's over. They're like, no, no, drink during the ceremony. We are totally down with this. I was like, yay! Yeah. How weddings are meant to be. Yeah, this is a party! W- their cake was in the shape of a bong, all right? Like, they partied. They partied. Yeah. They're fun. Yeah, I, I actually, I, I pretty much bought my way into that wedding. Not purposefully, but, like, every single time we were doing a mic at uh, Brainwash, Casey Scannell was there. I was like, Hunter, want to smoke me out with a spliff? And I smoked him out every single, like, 
day for two years. Yeah, that'll do. Yeah, that'll buy that Bobby. I love that man. Casey Scannell, if you're listening, come back to comedy. I know, really. Him and Kikoa O'Brien. Kikoa O'Brien is one of the comedians that I miss so, so much. And he was a brainwashed comedian. Mm. And he was very, very funny. And he started producing shows and stuff. And then he got married and disappeared too. So I think that marriage and comedy might not be mutual. They might be mutually exclusive. If uh, Unless you're already established, yeah. Yeah, because like there's a lot of like you know comics stuff like you know my wife or my husband's a bitch you know type jokes, but they've already like made it before they get married. Well, it has to be I guess or they your die. sole source of income. Like if anybody wanted to like, I would never get married again because marriage is just the only reason to get married is if you have money or you want to get someone else's money or you want to buy a house yeah. and you need the tax breaks. So other than that, there's really no reason to get no married. Pussy. For love. No, no. because you can get pussy. <laughs> no. Honestly, <laughs> like. It's less. You're right. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm 26. I don't know anything about marriage. Just don't. But no, the only reason to get married is if you have money or she has money or you want to buy a house or you want to combine your resources. Uh, there's There would be yeah. no purpose Safety in me iron, getting married iron, at this point because – I don't want to give. Wait, 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 hold up, hold up. The Iron Throne. Yeah. How do you think? Combine the houses. Combine the houses. How do you think marriage happens? Like you get married and all of a sudden you're the king of Game of Thrones. Well, that's what my point is. You did it for more power. You combine the houses. Right. You combine the houses. Exactly. Oh. So that's really the only good reason to do it. Other than that, it's just a bad contract. It's just a bad contract. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody wins. It's uh, it's it's way better because otherwise it almost becomes this weird code. Of, I'm telling you, since since I've been quote unquote single, my relationship with Jonathan's never been better. <laughs> like we're now that we're not in each other's faces 24 hours a day living together all the time, exactly. like all up in like I used to feel guilty about not watching TV with him. And it's like, I have so many things I wanted to do. I'm like, I don't want to fucking sit here and chill. Like, sometimes I want to sit here and chill. But I love it when we, like, plan time together and then we, like, have sex and watch TV and do whatever. But it's like, that's for, like, six hours once a week. And that's great. But, I mean, I was just not getting it. Neither of us were getting anything done. And then he was angry at me because he's like, I'm living your life. And I'm like, you don't have to live my life. You don't have to do this. And so Identity now- th- theft is not a joke. no well it's not it's just i feel like the best relationships are when each person has their own life Mm -hmm. and that when you spend time together it's all joy and wonderment and super fun times and all of the all of the marriage shit is bullshit why do you have to deal with every the the way their poop smells and you have to live i think everyone should maintain their own residences and only come together for good i even know i even know co-parenting relationships that are amazing where parents only I know one mom and she's the most amazing mom and she co-parents with another dude and because they have kids together every second that she spends with her children is perfect and amazing and it's crafted and gorgeous and they like it's she, she makes the time count so that when they spend time together it's great like one of the reasons I might hate my mom so much is we spent so much fucking time together yeah. it's like if you Spending absence makes the heart grow fonder. Mm -hmm. There's no, like, when you have cliches, they exist for a reason. And so isn't it better to not share every, I think that once you brush teeth in front of each other, the romance is dead. 
That's yeah. it. Unless it's after I oral think, sex. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, that's fine because it's still part of the sexual act. Like if you're like, but once you start like literally combining your lives, how weak are you as a person that you need another person to rely on for every mm, yeah. second of every day? You fucking weak coward. The nuclear yeah. family was alive. I mean, uh, well, what was it? I think Louis C.K. said he had like this math problem. He said like uh, love, uh, Plus, was it time minus distance equals hate or some <laughs> shit? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he said that in one of his specials, and that that's true. Yeah, yeah. You know I mean, if somebody's around you too much, you start getting annoyed with their breathing. Like it's, it's yeah, it's incredible. Your Louis C.K. comment brought this entire conversation full round because we talked about, we talked about Harvey Weinstein. Yeah, somebody <laughs> <who's> <laughs> sexually harassing people. Then we talked cool about marriage and Bill and Cosby. It was a great yeah. joke. Yeah. I love that Bill Cosby was funny, and I do want to separate the man from the art. Mm-hmm. I've always loved Bill Cosby. Yeah. I memorized his jokes as a child. He's one of my biggest influences as a child of when I saw him in that brown suit on that HBO special. Dad is great. He gives us a chocolate cake. That <laughs> whole thing is fucking amazing. And yeah. I knew that. That sounds I different now him. with context. <laughs> yeah, I mean, in the Cosby <laughs> Show, I love the Cosby Show. The Cosby even Cosby Show. Yeah. Oh. Well, although in, in his layers to it, because now he wasn't he like a gynecologist? A gynecologist. In his, in yeah. <laughs> and I, I was thinking yeah. like, you know, maybe that's what his life was meant to be. But then he ended up he could have prescribed women drugs and played around with them illegally doing that way. But then he yeah. did it his way. And now he's in jail. Do you, you think know, he sedated like, the woman he uh, uh, performed, you know, gynecology stuff on? I, I I don't know. It, it just it just be more, make it more real for me. <laughs> just make it more real for me. I don't know. But there's layers to it now. There are there are yeah. many layers to it now. Like, but wow. I still respect the fuck out of an '80s show having a, a black male be a doctor yeah. who owned a big house in New York City with an amazing family and having a drama and it was it was changing for the landscape of what. America was. Oh yeah, that America's successful. Dead. Claire Suc- was a lawyer too. I think Claire was a lawyer. Yeah, two successful black people on a sitcom. I mean, there was two two seven, but that was about like unsuccessful black people. That was like, <laughs> What's look that? at us being ghetto, and it's like Jack A. She's like, look, everything about me is that I wear cute clothes and I have a dumb accent. <laughs> What's what's two two seven? I was born ninety four, so two, I don't. Two 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 seven was a, com- a comedy that was a spin off of. Um, we're moving on up to the east side, Jefferson. which is the Jeffersons, which was mm. a spinoff of um, another thing. You're talking about the Jeffersons, a cartoon? No, the Jeffersons, uh, the groundbreaking. And um, there were a bunch of – there were the, the black sitcoms that came out in the late 70s. Yeah. So Ooh, so you had, um, you had before Different Strokes, you had um, Good Times. Good Times. And you had um, – oh, That's there was the other one that was – Oh, the one that was so good and it had the dorky guy and oh, his fat matters. friend. Re- no, his oh. fat friend rerun, oh. and uh, fucking. So there were a few like black sitcoms, but the only one that came out of those where it was like we there was the Jeffersons where he's like I'm a successful business owner yeah. and I own this uh, dry cleaning business, and other than that, and they had a black maid who is the mother of Gle- uh, Lenny Kravitz. Funny enough, the huh. black maid and that is okay. Uh, and um, yeah. there's all these like things in the, but in the late seventies there were all these crazy comps. But the, in the eighties, that was what was groundbreaking is that he was a doctor and his wife was a lawyer, and it yeah. was like we're we're starting to do that now with Asians, you know. Like I'm, I'm a half <laughs> Filipino man, so like you know it's I'm really excited. Like be, 
also the first like real Asian uh, sitcom that I've seen is also slightly racist. It's called Fresh Off the Boat. Oh yeah. You know that's an yeah. Asian fucking slur right there. Yeah. But like it's coming out right now. I fucking love that sitcom. You know, uh, and they have Kim's Convenience, which is about a Korean man in a convenience store. And now we're starting to slowly that too. That's but a like Canadian one. Isn't but it's it? about Asians. Yeah, but it yeah. is. But it's it's a Canadian. Yeah. yeah. I wouldn't know if it's Canadian. Like, uh, I, I you know. It makes it worse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but like you know, now we're starting to see a lot of Asian representative in there. You know, we're starting to see a lot of new movies. Uh, Hot China's Asians taking over. Yeah. You know what? You know what actually makes me kind of mad is that Keanu Reeves never, from the beginning, claimed his half Japanese ness because he could have been like, I'm a fucking hot fucking star and I am half Japanese and he could have done a lot for like Asian sex symbols and he chose not to. Well, I don't blame Keanu Reeves for that because he's always been one of the most humble people in Hollywood. All right, he would ne- he never talks about himself. He never does and like that I feel like if he bragged about like how you said it go against his character. By but way, he should Japanese. have represented Represent for the Asians, bitch. You're hot. Yeah, I didn't You're know he was Japanese till now. <laughs> yeah, he's <laughs> half Japanese. And he, see, and that's the thing is like all through the matrix and people are like, where are the, it's, it's the same thing. I feel underrepresented as a woman over 40. There are, where are the sex symbols that are over 40 that don't have kids that aren't moms? Betty where White? is that trope in, in movies? Just like, where's the hot fucking Asian other than like, I mean, Bruce Lee, obviously. Why do all the hot Asian symbols die young? <laughs> I know Does John Cho too. count as a hot Asian? Who? John Cho, um, Harold and Kumar. He's a hot Asian man. Wasn't he pretty young Asians or rich young fucking Asians? I don't know. Uh, yeah. They got all the Asians and all Asians in Hollywood in that movie. I didn't see it, but I'm. I think that Asians have a long way to go with being right. sex symbols. Like they mm. can be, and it's sad that we don't see them that way. And I feel the same way about women over 40. Where's the, you know, like, here's the thing. Jack Nicholson isn't as good as it gets. Who is his love interest? Fucking Helen Hunt. And she's in her early 30s and he's in his 60s. Fuck There's you. A lot Everybody's of hot- fine with that, though. Everyone's fine. There's with a old- lot of old uh, sex symbols that are women. Yeah, but that don't like the movie things. Are. When you look. Tina Fey. And she's great, but where are the movies where she's getting with 25-year-old guys? When you look at the men that are in well, their 60s. Wait, no, not getting with 25-year-old. You want but representation specifically s- for getting with 25-year-old. Well, no, what I'm saying is that <laughs> in Hollywood, old men are always paired with young women. You can look at any ingenue uh. in any movie, in any comedy. Fucking Vince Vaughn, that fat fuck now, and if they put him in a movie, <laughs> who does he get to fuck? Some 24-year-old girl? He's in his 50s, and he gets, and look, oh, I don't see Sean anything wrong Connery with forever. No, exactly, of course you don't see anything wrong with him, but what I'm saying is the flip side doesn't exist. And so women, when they're like, when they're like, oh, young guys are hot, everyone's like, Ooh, gross! What are you doing? You don't have a mom vibe, and you're all weird, and little, little, little step moms are gross, and those are porn. <laughs> but then, like, but no, everything's normalized about some fat fucking Seth Rogen fuckbag getting <laughs> with some twenty-four-year-old hot bitch. Actually, it was a seventeen-year-old no girl, and it was illegal. It's called oh. Pineapple Express. Yeah, <laughs> right. Just look at any movie, and all the guys. Don't all the girls have to be perfect and skinny and gorgeous, and the guys all they have to do is be funny, 
Oh, so you get to be fat and funny and old, and women have to be perfect but and young and skinny. What happens if you're? But that, that's the thing. Is that what if if that's the whole thing? That's the trope that exists in society that you only have worth if you're young and skinny and beautiful. What happens when you're in your forties and you're still sexually viable? But are you? Because there's no representation in Hollywood. There's no representation for hot old ladies. What about? There are a lot of representation. I just don't know their names, uh, which is I suck. Gillen, the Gyllenhaal Helen sister. Mirren. The Gyllenhaal. Ma- Maggie mm. Gyllenhaal? Oh, no. What's her Maggie name? Gyllenhaal is gorgeous. gorgeous. Yeah, and so is and so is Jake I'm trying to think of old. Oh, Donnie Darko, no. baby. <laughs> Donnie Darko. Give that me, me some Donnie Darko. <laughs> no, I mean all that existential bullshit. Oh, like, he yeah. was supposed to die, but he didn't die, and the whole world gets weird. The world's going to end, but then he has to sacrifice himself for the whole world to exist. It's very nice. It's a good story. The movie Jane Soul. Fonda? Jane Fonda, super She's hot. a fucking sex symbol. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, but it proves your point even more because I had to Google her <laughs> Right. I know, and Lily Tomlin, and but are they still, and how many of them have Botox? And do men get Botox? Maybe they do. Maybe oh, yeah, they Maybe do. Tom Cruise yeah. has had four facelifts. Who knows? But he's also 4'11", so like he's hot on screen, but like if a girl actually saw him in person, she'd be like, no, thanks. Hmm. It's. I mean, it's all. Need perce- more short it's, men it's, representation. It's all perception. <laughs> it's but it's all perception, and it's all it's archetypical, and what we decide are these theatrical fantasies that we engage in as a group. Jennifer Lopez. Gorgeous, okay. still. Yeah, of course. She, like she's old, she's my age. Every uh, female character older. from Friends. Courtney mm. Cox still looks good. Yeah, yeah. they all look great. Yeah, mm. I know Jennifer Aniston, but. Is it still objectifying women if they're old? Is it objectifying <laughs> what? Is it still objectifying women if they're old? No, it's called antiquing. Old? <laughs> 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 Fuck your face. No, you could objectify women. I've been very excited about this whole mask culture because if I have my bangs down and I'm wearing sunglasses and my mask is on, my ass looks 26, and I defy you to say that it doesn't. Like, come now. <laughs> I mean, I know that I'm 46, but I'm like, I'm fucking put together. If you, if you can't see my crepey neck and my old, <laughs> like, like crepey my, neck. I know it's terrible. That's why I love the mask. <laughs> and my, the new wrinkles uh, d- coming about on my chin and my, in between my eyes. But with the glasses on and the bangs down. All right, Zoe Deschanel. <laughs> that yeah. was a compliment to you. I don't Thank know. you. Yeah, That's I think. Kind. Yeah. yeah, she can sing though. She can. She can also act. She can do everything. <laughs> Zoe Deschanel can do everything for me. I wish she could bake me bread out of her vaginal yeast. All right, how do we? Most of her characters are into baking. Are they really? Because I. Fuck, you ever watch New Girl? Know. No, I I don't. I've never watched yeah, New, New Girl. Girls, uh, Zoe Deschanel's character in New Girls in the baking. I, why did I not remember that? New Girl's hilarious. I guess I was paying attention to something else. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I know no one looks like baked goods. Although. Uh, I, I I bake a lot, and uh, a, a lot of people now have claimed that they will not eat my foods anymore because I put witchcraft in my foods. It's called weed. <laughs> right. It's called weed or alchemy. Like, yeah, okay, baking is alchemy. Like, yeast. I'm, I'm getting – I'm making – I'm enslaving cultures to do my bidding and fart and burp into my bread to make it rise, and I'm – Fucking with them over time, and then I murder them in a hot oven. Yeah, it's some fucking witchy shit. I'm gonna admit it, but it's delicious. You need to stop taking acid while you're cooking. Like that's like <laughs> I love acid. <laughs> I love acid. Oh yeah. Yeah, I I went through all of my old uh, 
uh, Zach Wise, we were talking about Zach Wiseman outside, but he came over, he used to sleep at my house every once in a while. He made me this really great collage one night when he was on Super Meth. Oh, I saw that, yeah. And the cat, the kitty collage, it's so cute and I love it. And he also wrote a suicide note that night and I still have it. And I'm like, oh, Zach, your suicide note. But this was like, this was like a year and a half ago. Uh, <laughs> Oh, where was I going with this? Kitty it's collage. A, it's, it's not a suicide note if a person had killed themselves. Wouldn't that be a manifesto? It is kind of a manifesto, yeah. I guess. Um, Wait, what? So what did you say? Manifesto. So what's the difference between that and a suicide note? They didn't kill themselves. Oh, okay. Yeah, he's, he's not dead oh, so yet. So when they succeeded in that. Okay. Uh, he's, yeah, he's, well, I still have the, I still have the letter. Uh, but he was hanging at my house. Where was I going with Zach Wiseman? I'm sorry, he just flew into my head. Sorry, I don't remember. We got five minutes left. Drop the gems, boys. Anybody have anything to promote? <laughs> That's a witch cackle yeah. there for you. Yeah, there's no, there ain't nothing to promote. Actually, we can promote two things. Uh, one, Frosty Nugs. There are two memorials happening. There's one. This Thursday on New Year's Eve at 5 o'clock at Jack London Square. That's a comedian memorial for Frosty Nugs. That's on New Year's Eve. And there's one on Saturday at 3 p.m. in front of Oakland City Hall. And we're going to move over to this amphitheater area where everybody can be socially distanced. And um, the, I know the, when, the Thursday one is like, they're like, these are for comedians. But the Saturday one is like all the people, his roommate – organized it and one of his ex so the the other girl who organized it is the one who was with him in the sro when he showed up when he was stabbed in the heart so this is a fun uh, story about frosty five years ago on his birthday yeah. i was at doc's clock and i'm sitting there drummer comedian aaron barrett we're drinking and frosty stumbles in and he's like it's my fucking birthday give me a shot and it's 155 <laughs> in the morning so Aaron's like, oh, man, we're closed. I can't. And Frosty's like, you're going to give me a shot, man. Come on. Pam's here. We're fucking. It's my birthday. We're having a shot. And Aaron's like, all right, all right. I'll give you a shot. So he gives him a shot on his birthday. Frosty takes the shot. He leaves. Aaron and I close the bar down. We take a cab home. At 3 in the morning, Frosty Nugs is stabbed in the heart by somebody. It might have been over an acid deal. We don't know. We don't know what really happened. But he had a knife in his heart, and he didn't know that he was, like, dying. So he gets back to this SRO where the girl who is organizing the memorial is, and he's bleeding everywhere. And the first thing she says to him is, wow, great costume. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> like, what are you – what are you – this is amazing. And he's like, What? And she's like, oh, my God, this is real. And so she called the ambulance, and they took him in an ambulance. And it'd been, it, it, if he would have pulled the knife out, he would have, like, died, died from yeah. bleeding out yeah. of everything because it was stabbing his heart. But they didn't move it or anything, and she thought it was a costume, right? And it's so okay. there's still – but there was. this is the best part of the story is he leaves in the ambulance, and she's still at the place. She goes with him to the hospital. She comes back. She's living in that SRO for another week. And his blood was still on the ground because they wouldn't clean it up. And so she had to live, like, in his heart blood for a week. Fuck. I know. Can I, can I say how badass of a man you have to be to get stabbed in the heart and not notice? <laughs> yeah. That's fucking badass. Well, but so he the, – the two of them have been drinking together since 10 a.m. So when I saw him – at 155 when he got the shot from drummer comedian Aaron Barrett and then he went into this situation 
if he would have pulled the knife out, I'm sure that he his oh, yeah. blood would be so viscous because of the alcohol that it would have just run all out. Yeah. But I, pfft, I have no idea. So he survived being stabbed in the heart. Because of alcohol. Maybe because of <laughs> alcohol. Maybe. But, I mean, he lived for an extra five years. So I'm, I hope that he believed that every moment was gravy after that you know situation and and i'm 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 um, i can't believe that appendicitis would take him out but i i would say we should do a moment of silence for frosty nugs but with how much cocaine he's done in his life he would not be able to tolerate a moment of silence (laughs) i want to miss that man i really am night carers he's the only comic (laughs) i knew that always had a dab rig on him for years We'd be out in the back patio somewhere in Oakland, and he'd be like, you want to do dabs? And I'm like, yeah, sure. And I'm thinking he's just going to put it on a bowl. Nah, heating up the fucking nail with the stuff. Dabs are the heroin of pot. <laughs> and you can do heroin through dabs, too. That's that thing. <laughs> Learning new things every day. It's a, it's, a, it's a beautiful morning. Well, so everybody, please appreciate every moment that you live your lives. Uh, breathe and feel good about it. If things are sad, hey, remember, you're still alive, motherfucker. So that's a happy note to end on.